This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Good morning, and welcome to Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody, and with me are Kyle and Eric. Hello. I got so much Hello. energy this morning. I know, Cody's wired. Right off yeah. the bat, it's good morning. Yeah. Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi. We're doing this this morning. I walked in the office, and Ken was like, careful, she's a... Uh, She's, I forget what he said, but she's like, I can, I could already see it. I was like, okay. Yeah. I just, I turn around and I see Cody running towards me. Tell me about Hobbs and Shaw. And I'm like, oh, I'm not awake yet. I had just gotten my coffee and had my Madeline's, which I've decided is going to be my Friday thing now. And uh, I wanted to hear about the movie that I really want to see, but not the theater here. You have had me discover Madeline's and now I can't get enough of them. They are actually pretty good. good. I never knew about them. Yeah, I didn't either. Like, they're just a French pastry that's just It's all in the shape. Brent. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in the shape. It's in the shape, but it's like, it's technically, I found out from British Bake Off, a Genoese sponge. And a sponge oh. is very I don't know difficult what those to words do. Meant. Well, see, I mean, that's what I'm saying. This is probably blasphemous for bakers. But, <laughs> you know, it's a sponge. Careful, It's Eric. a sponge cake, <laughs> but it's the shape that makes it so appealing. That it is. It's, it's, it's all in the shape. seashells shape of the madeleine that makes it those ridges bite size oh it's so good it and it's so rich it and buttery really slowly but then i don't like taking lots of tiny bites because i just want the full concentrated taste sometimes i take a big bite and then just like steer it to the roof of my mouth so i can just savor it <laughs> and then i swallow well geez I, I hate sucking on things and making them get soggy I mean, not <laughs> suck on them it's just more of like <laughs> where is this going <laughs> we're talking about we're talking Cody's about a friday r- ritual yeah. we're talking <laughs> You gotta treat yourself. So, so I bought a Madeline pan so Ken could learn to make them. Ken's my husband. And oh yeah, he made them for us that one time. Yeah. That was the first time I'd ever Yeah, had that one. is where I discovered I them. I found out we you... had been making them wrong based on British Bake Off. Really? We oh. Have to, we have to chill the Tastes butter. so good. Ooh. And chill the batter before it goes into the oven. And then once it goes in, that shock of heat puffs them up. Ooh. That's why ours weren't quite puffed up. I see that. It's a great show. Oh. You learn a lot of things. Oh my gosh, I've learned so much. I can't wait to to try out recipes i bought a book i'm gonna bake my way through britain with my boys <laughs> bake my way through britain yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome well <laughs> i'm so enthusiastic and excited to hear about kyle's going to see the early show of hobbs and shaw last big blockbuster of the summer you have to match your enthusiasm yep uh, go kyle uh <laughs> time in the spotlight <laughs> Uh, I'll try to as much as I can because I actually had a lot of enthusiasm after seeing uh, Hobbs and Shaw. I ended up liking it yeah. quite a bit more than I thought I would uh, just because the Fast and Furious movies, like, they're fun, they're entertaining, uh, just but only for, like, a moment's time. Other than that, though, it's like, okay, those those are fun, but I, you know, don't really need to think about them much. But here, I don't know, for some reason, uh, in Hobbs and Shaw, I really enjoyed myself and I'm still remembering mm-hmm. how much I'm enjoying myself after seeing it. Um I feel like it's just because mostly of uh, Luke Hobbs and um, Deckard Shaw's uh, chemistry. They're both played by they Dwayne Johnson. And... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I thought they were just like one name badasses. Hobbs. Shaw. Yeah, that's all you <laughs> I mean, they mostly just call them by their last name. But uh, no, their chemistry is terrific. Um, pretty much their chemistry from the eighth Fast and Furious movie. It's dialed up to an 11 here. Uh, but it leans into the self-awareness that comes from the Fast and Furious movies as of late. Um, and yeah, you're pretty much just going to get a spinoff with that type of flavor. But it's just way more energetic and way more 
entertaining simply because of these two. Nice. It just feels so much more different than the past couple that we've seen in the wild where it's the same team uh, with the same kind of chemistry. But here, I don't know, it's a much more a breath of fresh air for a franchise that keeps trying to improve upon itself. Are there more action set pieces than we saw in those pretty long trailers? Uh, maybe one or two more, but um, I guess not. I mean, the trailers do show you essentially like the whole movie well not the whole movie but the majority of the movie and what the movie is going to be but I'm i sure think the set pieces are really large and grand yeah, and, and they extended. are and they're really entertaining to watch too like the action here is really fun um and enjoyable and i think if people see what they want out of the trailers they're gonna get what they want out yeah. of it in the movie good yeah. and idris elba was a great bad guy oh yeah he was he's so charismatic and he just eats up every scene that he's in it was way entertaining. I don't think I've seen him in a villain role before, or at least in a while anyway. So watching him do something like this was just a ton of fun. I think I'm going to skip his portrayal in Cats. <laughs> I'm going to leave his portrayal in Hobson Shaw and just savor that and skip it in Cats. Sure. Sure. That's fine. Yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. I don't want to ruin my, mm. <laughs> my, I don't know. I'm so excited him. to see that movie. Just, cats? Are yeah, you? purely yeah, purely I'm based on like morbid curiosity. Like I just want to see the look on see if I can see behind the actors like eyes like what the hell am I doing? You know, <laughs> as they're like saying their lines. I probably gonna... so believe in it though. They're probably all in on it. I don't know. I mean, Idris Elba Well, it's easy that to be... one like like semi-viral yeah. interview where he was just like they're like, "So what is cats about and he's like oh wow <laughs> you really put me on the spot there let's see uh, how do i answer this he actually answered that question um, well in his uh hot ones interview did that come after that Ooh, interview though? i don't know but ones. it came out it came out yesterday anyway and he actually yeah. did a good job oh, explaining hot ones it. Oh, yeah. i didn't know he was on there yeah like yesterday does yeah, he make through all 10 wings does yeah he? yeah he does he, ma- he yeah. makes it through the end i mean most yeah, people he did do really but like i want to see can he handle his does spice he sweat no he does a very good job he barely sweat oh my god Gosh, yeah. that's crazy. So I sorry, people. Man. If you wanted to see Idris Elba sweat, it's not really done here. So. <laughs> Dang it. Darn. I know a lot of people were like... Because he's sweating Hobbs and Shaw? Um, again, not as much here. But he's also like huh. part robot pretty much, so he's going True. through with these. Um, well, he probably had yeah. a lot of time to think about that question between that interview and Hot Ones, so he's yeah. like, oh, man. That could be it, too. I gotta learn is... what this thing's about. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. His answer sold me. I was like, huh, never thought of it that way, but... Anyway, he answered it answered it well there. But yeah, he was good in Hobbs and Shaw, as was Vanessa Kirby, too. Nice. What about all of Does the... the Rock's brothers? Yeah. That was my favorite part of the trailer. Just the way he says, he's like, Mama, I need my brothers. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the trailer. That, are they all his was... biological brothers, or are they yeah. all adopted brothers? No, they're all, I'm wow. pretty sure they're all biological. That is a troop of men. Yeah, like... it is. Yeah. No, that part was insane and really fun and it looks like the best too. part of the movie to yeah. me based on the trailer i was like what is this movie it, it it is um the climax of the movie so i think you will really be like okay let's go let's i, I think people will enjoy that part because i was skeptical about it i was like it feels like it's really going away from the cars i guess but yeah, it, it cars are overrated it's fine it works it, it, it does work out well in the end so does anybody lose a fight? I only asked this because I saw this really great article. I think it was Wall Street Journal. Could have been New York Times. But about how 
the three main guys, Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson and... Jason Statham can't lose a fight contractually. Well, Vin, <laughs> Vin Diesel will never lose a fight. Right. Let's just get that settled with. But it's like an ego thing. Like they can't be weaker than the other one. So it's like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's going to have a psychological effect on how the audience perceives them. <laughs> uh, no, they they lose fights. They do. So yeah, I don't. Weird. Un- unless if Statham and The Rock were like, eh, it's our movie, we don't care. So maybe that's what it is. But then when they I mean, they the... both they both were producers. I'm gonna on lose. It, so... I guess I can lose to you. I or at least lose to Adrian's elbow. Maybe they were he like, yeah, he could. Modified. Yeah, he could. <laughs> My brother in Beefcake. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, no, they lose. Was they there lose quite fights. a few Beefcakes, including all the brothers? You couldn't handle all the beef in the trailers. I yeah. suppose so. That part didn't really cross my Oof. mind, to be honest. Um, it's like a smorgasbord man meat. Like I'm sure you can lean. put it that way. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. <laughs> as people should, I do think people are going to really get entertained by this one. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> for lots of different reasons. For the, I'm for the, the totally there for the cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there at all for the rock holding a helicopter Jane in a car and using his big muscles to oh, keep him together. The muscles are exposed. Oh, the muscles completely exposed. So overrated on those muscles. It's impressive, that's for sure. The the horsepower of the cars is impressive. <laughs> well, <laughs> the fact that all it can that carry him, yeah, contained in that engine. <laughs> trying to think of something witty but i think we should just leave it at that we'll just leave it we'll just leave it at that exactly <laughs> oh. yeah i yeah i don't i'm gonna have a full review up at silverscreeninsider.com soon but um nope that's all that's all i got for you so good. far make it in depth make it really good oh there's there's a lot of in-depth stuff to talk about that's for sure <laughs> really deep sophisticated so movie. how do the muscles glisten if they're not sweaty Ooh, uh, that's a good question. It wasn't so much yeah. glistening; it was more glowing. Wait, like as though they had wax. The, the rock wax. and as though they were wax. The rock yeah. and Statham mm. don't sweat either. Oh, no, I of can't course imagine not. That they sweat either. <laughs> what? It was more. It's more. Um, did they... What did I say? Gleaming, glowing. I don't yeah. know. I, I like my action hero beefcake sweaty and grimy and dirty. It's not well. Then he has got a I shower guess, afterwards. I guess grimy and dirty would be good, but you I don't can't think be I grimy and dirty without the sweat because the the lights look man. It might be in their contract. <laughs> and their the contracts gl- might have changed. No sweating, only glimmering. The glistening glowing. sweat enhances said. the grime. <laughs> I want to look like I smell good all the time in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you smell better than those two. <laughs> Seems a little, it comes across like a little insecurity to me, but you know, whatever. Well, if you, I mean, if you definitely follow Diesel and Johnson's beef with each other, like I think that's very apparent. <laughs> I don't know why. Their oh, beef yeah. with each other always is funny to me. Yeah. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, I mean, said, I just read that article about how they can't lose a fight. Johnson's like, not coming back for the ninth movie. They replaced him with Cena. Johnson. Dwayne Johnson? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I don't, yeah. I don't, he's not on a last name basis for me yet. Okay, The Rock. The Rock. Back. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, pretty, it's that's pretty much what's going to be happening. Is that made clear in Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, I guess you can make that assumption. Does he go back home to his brothers? Yeah. Spoilers. Spo- well, it's this in the- supposed to be spoiler free, Kyle. <laughs> it's in the trailer. He goes back to his brothers. But you implied that he stayed. I didn't say that. 
There was an implication there. <laughs> really? Is that what you think? Yeah, that's what I got out of it. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Well, now that, we already know that. That's why he specifically asked <laughs> you guys to can his brothers. Think all you want about what I said. I just okay. said the truth. Well, I want to see this movie <laughs> next week, but I'm actually going to be visiting a client, and I'm going to partake in his theater, not the local one here, which is owned by a major theater chain. That doesn't believe in surround sound. Yeah, that we're, we're pretty <laughs> sure doesn't use surround sound anymore. I am 100% sure yeah. they do not. Oh, for sure. But anyway, that'll be a lot of fun for you, getting yes. to go to a new theater and checking mm-hmm. out what it's going to be like so and what they do. I won't be here do. for next week's podcast, but if you want, I could try to call in and tell you about all the beefcake that I saw. We'll have to see if we can do that then. <laughs> yeah, well, we can have the glistening versus gleaming glowing debate. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was gleaming, I thought it was glowing i keep forgetting yes. what it changes every time glistening gleaming glowing and then yeah. dirty grimy dirty. Grimy. <laughs> grimy there we go that so you're gonna be all for the rambo last oh yeah see that's blood? what i'm talking about that's yeah. what i'm talking about yeah that is sweaty oh yeah that sweaty bloody i saw that in, uh dirty. before this movie that trailer and it's definitely right like, up your alley it's like, <laughs> like it's like a full in outer like inch deep layer of disgusting of material. just gross <laughs> anyways we should probably very authentic yeah we we're should get, talk about this has been off the rails for a while <laughs> not that off the rails well so Hobbs and Shaw is the only big um one coming out this weekend only yeah. big film yeah, a couple it's like of the last movies maybe of the summer isn't it I would I would say so while there's more films coming out next week I don't think any of them are going to match the opening no. Um, excitement and gross that this one is so i'm kind of declaring this last major movie of the summer yeah i think for sure it could be able to top lion king it's not going to be by a huge margin but i think it'll it should be able to take number one for yeah, sure i would think because mm-hmm. cool. lion king um decreased 60 percent between weeks one and two so yeah. if that holds up then i think Hobbs and shaw should be able to overtake yeah. that maybe like 80 mil opening you think 80? 80 they're only calling at, for 60 at most. really oh yeah i think it could be pushed to 80 i'm saying 70 to 80 hmm. all right all right we'll we'll find out yeah we'll find out then you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> 73 <laughs> 73 exact well when kyle was at the movie and our local thing there was another subscription service that was theater based that was um rolled out regal had a has their subscription service now to join the club of Cinemark and AMC. And so we were just going to kind of go over the ins and outs of the different subscriptions and see if any of them are worth it or what we think. <laughs> it's really loud. Sorry, I'm laughing. There, There's people outside doing the yard work. And as yeah. soon as Cody started talking about her big subject, Turn the weed whacker they just down, come please. over with their weed whacker. Just, <laughs> I know. They... I don't know if they can hear it, but I feel it's like just the making landscapers me laugh. here come every day. Yeah, yeah true. I'm like you didn't do a good enough job on Monday. You have to come back. They Thursday just love and yard work. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's a nice day. <laughs> I I guess they, they do a very really good job, but it's just here. it's funny. <laughs> Maybe they do a good job. I don't know. I don't really look out and admire the the grass or the bushes. If I'm you being don't? honest, no. They're well, going to be so kinda, upset to window, hear that. Well, they, you guys have a window that you can look out. You just <laughs> look at another look out building. Just, yeah, see the wall of the other building. Yeah. You get Sometimes one, they wave. One kind of sickly tree <laughs> <laughs> between. Yeah. Oh, I get a nice tree that I look at over here. Yeah, this is a nice window. Nice but triple window. It oh is. Gosh. You have a triple window. 
Yeah, a wall. A wall. <laughs> well, I get the wall of the building, but there's there's probably like 20 feet to that next building. Although I do occasionally see a person in their office and I feel weird like I'm spying. I'm like, yeah. oh, I just happened to see you. I'm sorry. Is <laughs> I like peering out my window. As entertaining as this is, I don't think, I think we should go back to the the subscription thing and not talk about windows. Yeah. (laughs) To not derail this. Landscapers derailed me. I'm not focused today. I just maybe have too much enthusiasm. (laughs) You're just, you're just too enthusiastic. Too much coffee this morning. (laughs) Too many Madelines. Uh, So anyway, where were we? What were we talking about? Cody just kind of, yeah explaining what we want to kind of talk yeah, about so regal um unveiled their subscription service and i think that after the movie pass fiasco and and cinemia what what companies came to learn about it is that there is a need for scrip- subscription service in our industry that people want to go to the movie but that perhaps cost is a barrier oh, absolutely and and cost is a barrier for a no- number of reasons that we can get into like that we talked about a little bit last week with a variable pricing discussion, but cost can be a barrier and that to increase more um, like traffic in the theater, more customer traffic, they're start they realize that the subscription service might help, but you've got to balance that with a subscription service that unfortunately movie pass learned that is unsustainable at a certain price point that the deal's too good to be true. And people use it so much that you can never recoup back the cost of giving away all those basically movie tickets, you know, giving away those movie tickets. So, um, Cinemark was the first one out of the gate with their subscription service. And we've kind of talked about this one in the past. Yeah. It was announced kind of when movie pass was, I don't know if it was when it was on the rise or at its peak, Yeah, but it's been around for a little while. And for Cinemark, you, and only at Cinemark theaters for, Roughly eight ninety nine nine dollars a month, you get a 2D ticket. One 2D <laughs> ticket per month and 25, 20% off concessions, eliminating online fees. And then they basically, I think, expanded the rewards program to include uh, a fee and a ticket a month, which the yeah. $8, $9 ticket is probably less than adult evening ticket on average across the board between all the Cinemark theaters. Probably. But um, it just doesn't seem like that's a lot of bane for your buck. It doesn't really really seem like a (coughs) subscription service. It seems like a slightly better just basic rewards program. It's basically a gift card to pay for one ticket, but only for one month. Yeah, I mean, Regal (laughs) Regal has always, with their their standard rewards loyalty thing, uh, had the ability to, like, you know, you would get a free ticket after you got, like, 15 17,000 points yeah, or whatever. Right. And I've gotten a lot of free movies like in the past. Yeah. So when I think of Cinemark's model, it just doesn't it, yeah. And you know, like not too much to offer. It doesn't really the people that are using subscription services, I think are going to be more avid moviegoers, the one that it it makes sense financially to save a little by subscribing. Yeah. The, so you have to go more than once a month for that to even mm-hmm. make sense on any level. And maybe two or three times a month. You're this might be more appealing to the moviegoer. Let's go in every other weekend to the big releases, if even. Yeah. But even yeah. still, you won't be able to use it every other weekend. Plus, if nope. you're only going once a month, odds are you're not usually going by yourself. You're going with other people, or maybe your family. So maybe you'll have to pay more than one ticket for people. Yeah. So <laughs> I, it, it it's not really 
right. offering too much help for the uh, casual movie And I don't goer. think that there's that many months that if you <laughs> felt the need for a subscription service that you would skip a month. Usually you can find at least one movie a month to yeah. go to. Usually. So the idea yeah. that it re- like it, it goes into the next month if you don't use it, so you get two tickets the next month, yeah, it's just still not very appealing, the rollover. So I don't think I think Cinemark needs to up their game a little bit on their subscription. I think service. they will because this this model is unchanged since they announced it at the yeah. beginning of the movie pastime. Um, maybe they just haven't caught up. Maybe they were sitting back and they saw the whole downfall of cinema and movie pass and they're like, well, maybe we should wait and see what other people sure. do. And they were the first yeah. two, so they probably only saw initially what movie pass and cinema were doing and were saying, well, we can prove it this way. But now that AMC with their A-list deal and Regal, uh, which is called Regal Unlimited for their subscription, um, now those two are seeing what Cinemark is doing on top of what movie pass and cinema are right. doing. And they're going, well, here's how we can prove it based on that. So it's just seeing who came first and seeing well, how I to improve of, it from there. So it makes yeah. sense why Cinemark's now doesn't really seem very good. And I we'll get more into the yeah. others later in just a bit. But I kind of feel like Cinemark that. is trying to keep their price point under the $10 mark. Yeah. Yeah. They're, which is at least That's going to be nice. their selling point. Right. But, you know, as we move forward and we'll discuss the other two here shortly, but just keep in mind this idea of subscription services and for the consumer and their media dollars, you, you're only going to have so many subscriptions. And that's the problem with streaming is that they're going to face is that people only want so many subscriptions to equal a certain amount. So I think Cinemark is trying to keep that subscription price low, but they're mm-hmm. not really offering anything no. <laughs> overall, in my opinion, that to make me want to do it. I'd rather just go and because it only applies to 2D tickets, too. And if yeah. I had a Cin- Cinemark theater, not that I want 3D, but maybe if they had an, um, an IMAX or a preferred large format screen mm-hmm. or... Anything more luxury, like a VIP room, screening room and stuff, maybe I'd probably want to. Yeah, for go one to those. ticket a month, you would think it would at least be like a, you know, any movie, any theater, like yeah. one movie going experience per month. Right. But it's just kind of, yeah, <laughs> glorified rewards program. So the next one to come out was AMC's A List. And. AMC has a really robust rewards program and then they tack so the rewards program has different tiers and then they tacked on a subscription service that's a tiered pricing as well. So for roughly $20 a month on AMC, you get three movies a week. You can choose any AMC theater. They have free online reservations and they get premier benefits for A-listers. So, um, and then of their, stubs you know like um levels there's the a-list the premiere and the insider yeah the insider is like you're basically your free entry thing hey have yeah. you joined our you know rewards program here you go premiere is like i think 15 dollars a year or something plus like tax and then they give you a few extra benefits oh and like, you get more points it looks like yeah you get, you get per dollar spent upgrades at the concession you they waive on um, online ticketing fees for every transaction you do. You get discount Tuesdays. <laughs> it seems like, ooh, you get a birthday gift. A large popcorn, a large fountain drink for your birthday. Ooh. ooh. Free Wi-Fi. Exclusive screening. Free, free Wi-Fi. 
Free Wi-Fi. <laughs> that, that, Wi-Fi. that one might be the weirdest because, you know, one of we them really, all. <laughs> we really want to have cell phones at the theater. <laughs> Definitely want cell phones Encourage to be that. on while yeah, it's movies a little, are playing. A little questionable, you so, know, whatever. So you're not, we're not at the $10 a month price point. We definitely are more, $20 a month, more realistic. But it seems that it applies to any type of screening you yeah, do. Yeah, all so, the formats. Yeah, all IMAX, the formats, 3D, Dolby. Yeah, all Dolby. Of those things. Which is actually very impressive that yeah. they went that far. So that makes more sense to me financially. And three, of the, three movies a month, too. Yeah, a three week. Movies a week. So oh, right, excuse not, me, yes. Not that you'd probably go to three a week, but, you know, at three or four movies a month at $20 ticket prices in some markets, yeah. that is already paid for itself with one go. Especially for yeah. all these different types of screenings, because if you go to yeah. like an IMAX, the ticket will cost more. A 3D ticket will right. cost more, and that's what I'm saying. Like at yeah. 20 bucks, which is probably what the premiere experiences are at. Mm-hmm. 18 to 20, two or three goes at that, and it's paid for itself. Yeah, so. you're right. It's total bane for your buck, pretty much. Plus, it, you there's some incentives to for the concession stands. Yeah, I mean, you get the what's already included with like it's some percentage mm-hmm. off but it, it, it is interesting when you start thinking about it that way because like twenty dollars a month when you just look at the 1995 or whatever it is it's like oh that's that's a lot but then you know it doesn't take much to realize like oh if i go to the movie twice right you know it's already paid mm-hmm. for it's when you think about it that way it, it makes a lot more sense and amc is the largest theater chain in the u.s so the some of the so best, there's best probably, theaters probably. Yeah. yeah, there's probably a location near you. <laughs> yeah. Most Excuse likely. Me. And then Regal unveiled theirs today. They have a three-tier pricing plan that starts at $18, so a little less than AMC. But that gives you um, unlimited movies and 200-plus theaters. Yeah, this is the part that's a little yeah. confusing yeah, to me. We'll have to, I'll try to explain this as best I can. Pretty much they have three different pricing tiers there's regal unlimited regal unlimited plus and regal unlimited all access basically each one of them um ups up like three dollars or so so like unlimited is 18 unlimited plus is 21 and all access is 23.50 and it looks like the only difference between the three is that a certain amount of theaters are um using different types of tiers so like 200 of their theaters are going to be using the regal unlimited plan uh-huh. And then 400 plus theaters are going to be using the Unlimited Plus. And then I believe uh, 500 of their theaters are going to be, or 550 of their theaters are going to be using all access. So I, or, it just is going to vary based on your location, I think. Or do you pay for the all access and then no matter where you go at any Regal Theater, you're you are able to use it. But if I only paid for the unlimited, I can only use it probably at my local Regal Theater, maybe a few others in big cities. You know, that could probably make more sense what that it, it determines more yeah. on this is what you choose in the theater. Right. Well, so that's probably confusing. Possible. Like, how do you know which ones offer just the standard unlimited? I'm looking on their site now, and it looks like there's a theater list to show which ones are using this. Uh, Seems like a lot of research people have to do to yeah, figure out if their actually, subscription's I think, even going to work. And it, it doesn't seem fair if our local theater isn't included in the cheap tier that I yeah. have to buy into the bigger tier to access my local theater. Well, it just seems weird to me that a selling point would be like, hey, if you pay $6 extra for the f- maximum tier, then 
one of the perks you get is you can go to a theater that's not your local one and it'll work i'm looking at most people probably see movies in their local theater yeah it's i don't know this it's very confusing i'm looking at how they're marking them um and it does look like each theater has a certain uh subscription plan so let's this first one that i'm looking at um it's a theater in alabama um that is using the regal unlimited plan and then in alaska there's a theater one theater that's using unlimited plus but then another that's using unlimited all access i feel like what they're doing is making rural theaters the more expensive one so that you because there's not as many options to go around to other theaters so They're it saying, is. Yeah. So I looked at. You, I just looked at our theater, and it's qualifying for um, unlimited, and we're a pretty rural. Um, unlimited. Theater. The, just unlimited. Just the first one. Okay. So that's what it's looking like. Because some of these others, I'm seeing like the Regal IMAX theater, and that's like unlimited all access or plus or mm-hmm. something. So it it looks like it's just based maybe, on what type of Regal theater. Is, close and usually yeah oh so you're saying that maybe that if they have an imax or dolby or the, any of the upcharge theaters they want you to pay a higher subscription oh, and i think maybe. that's based on your location too because yeah. a lot of them are going to be in yeah this is ba- <laughs> er, very bare bones theater it has bucket seats it's never been updated since it was built no surround and now sound. it doesn't have surround sound anymore <laughs> so no wonder we're an unlimited theater yeah so <laughs> I liked your idea personally of you getting right. to choose what right. type of plane you have and seeing which Regal theater does it, but which I guess you can still do, but it, it's also just weird at the same time to think that certain theaters are doing different types of it's plans. It's just so that they, you, what they're doing is um, on the all, bigger ones, they're adding in the upcharges yeah. to your subscription. Yeah. Which, is there like an I, app that you use to sign up for? Yeah, it's it's all. The all of them are on the app store. So you have to go through the Regal app now to even to well, get this. I, that's that's just. I and mean, they love that. That's Regal the same app. with AMC. Well, yeah, and, so they, they, got rid, they got rid of their marquee so that they can just have Regal, Regal app, app application ad on it. We're we're one of the few theaters that had a really big marquee. Like you could see it from the main road and oh, yeah. see what was playing. And then now all they have on it is like check your app. I'm like no, I literally looked at the physical theater. I want to see what's <laughs> playing. I don't want to pull out my phone oh, while oh I'm boy. driving. Oh boy, that's illegal. <laughs> I literally looked at the theater. I shouldn't have to pull out an app. It is it is kind of funny, but I mean that's what they're all doing anyway. They're all using apps. Like that's not a. I know they just want to track. They don't have to replace their marquee. Data. They could at least use the marquee. At yeah. least use it to advertise a movie. That's all we're saying. <laughs> Part of the experience. Um, so yeah, it's put just all the movies. They could have just put what was coming out that weekend if they want to get lazy about it. I mean, they're very lazy. So lazy at that theater. We're very bitter about this theater. <laughs> to try and steer away from that, <laughs> so that way we don't get too angry about it. Um, yeah, it just looks like the different plans are based on your location. Yeah. Or, well, that or seems a little unnecessarily location. confusing compared to the other ones. But it's con- it's confusing, but based on different types of Regal theaters there are, it it makes some sense. I I wouldn't because, do it this way, yeah. but it's weird because they're basing it off the type of theater that's near you, not consumer habits. So the consumer is not getting to choose to go up a tier and pay more. They're forcing that choice on you based upon the the theater yeah. nearest to you, and then they're not adding any. With that, they're not adding any other benefits to it. Mm-hmm. You still get the free 
birthday popcorn though it is and the a, wi-fi it is kind <laughs> and of the wi-fi maybe if i could <laughs> stream my wi-fi maybe i could get surround sound and play the soundtrack with yeah it. that's that's the unlimited package oh. <laughs> or the unlimited whatever all access uh oh, it no, is that was, that was amc that the... it is kind of tricking people in a way to thinking like oh i got regal unlimited i get to see it at whatever regal theater i want when really no like you you might go to a theater in a bigger city or something. They're going to be like, sorry, you don't have Can you imagine going to a theater all access. and being like, sorry, it's a $3 upcharge because you don't have access. And this is an That's access a, You come from theater. an unlimited area. This yeah. is a strictly all-access area. You're from your little area. hubbub town in middle nowhere. You need to pay more to access this theater. It's very, <laughs> it's very possible. I mean, you already do have to pay tax on top of the charges they're giving you based on all their plans. Oh, I'm sure. Based on your location anyway, too. I'm sure wow. that it's... Uh, monthly rate plus yeah. whatever built-in whatever tax, tax that the state has yeah sale. yeah because they've got to account for sales tax mm-hmm. um right. and then on top of that if you go to i don't know say you go to another state that does a different type of plan not only do you have to pay that tax probably but on top of that there's going to be a upcharge too i would imagine i don't know yeah well if it's a different you know regal theater that yeah is the all access you're paying the upcharge and the tax that's what i'm thinking so that that part is kind of is kind of strange but other than that though i actually do think that they have some pretty um good perks to it all i mean yeah that's kind of the biggest takeaway from this is that the subscription service is you know something that everybody theaters audiences are all in agreement on that they should be a thing you know people want them there's high demand for them it's just been a very rocky road figuring it, out how it yeah. can be done realistically. Yeah, it make, it's more realistic if it's a theater chain. It's not realistic if it's just a separate company. Well, that's what Cody had a good right. point about when we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, because yeah. like MoviePass didn't have access to what the actual across the board costs of the, the of the going experience would be. Yeah. So they had to pay for the range of ticket prices mm-hmm. yeah. at at any type of theater. So mom pause that had $5 ticket prices all the way up to the IMAXs that had 20 something ticket prices. And mm-hmm. they had to cover the cost of that. Whereas each the- these top three theater chains can get what the average ticket prices across their company and factor that in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They already know kind of what to expect or what they're going to be covering um, yeah. ahead of time instead of just kind of having to cough up the money at that moment. So these right. plans are making more and more sense now, but it's still, I think, as time goes on, it's going to be changing. Like, other theater chains are probably going to add oh, on well. more, and Cinemark's yeah. probably going to change theirs, well, I imagine so. I think that after you get out of the top three, there are still some pretty, like, big theater chains out there, like, more modestly sized ones. Um, and they probably can add to their already robust rewards programs, adding a subscription. I don't yeah. think it's difficult to add it, but I think outside of the top three you've got to really consider like your competition in the area mm-hmm. like if you're a regional theater chain and you're really the only theater in the in the area do you need to offer a subscription service yeah. if you're not competitive it's kind of like a conversation we often have with people that want to do a discount movie night do you really need the discount night if you're the only theater yeah. there <laughs> like it helps for competition but otherwise you're just kind of giving money away mm-hmm. um, and not increasing foot traffic so there's those things to take into consideration. And I think that, um, you know, you're always balancing 
giving the the consumer the feeling that they're getting a good value for their subscription by also covering costs as well. And I don't think Cinemark is giving the the people the good value in their subscription. And I kind and I kind of hesitate on Regal and AMC. It seems more like that's kind of a value. Like the three, if I can go for three times a month to the movie and not pay and have a little bit of a discount, I feel like that is a good deal. And Mm -hmm. that gets me, that gets me there more frequently. Um, and anything above that will get me, obviously get me there even more frequently. And that maybe should be taken into consideration. And maybe this is where variable pricing can come in. Like if a film is not doing super well and people don't want to pay the full price, maybe they can wrap it into a rewards program, make it eligible for that and offset some of the costs there with those. That does go into consideration though, if a studio will be willing to do that. Yeah, it, and I don't think any studio right. will, but it might be a way instead of a blanket variable pricing, it's through a robust rewards program. So it's really only mm-hmm. affecting the people that subscribe to that program, and maybe um, the theater, the theaters, and the studios do a data share. You know, because if we have to all do this through the app, they're they're gleaming so much demographic data from you for the theater that maybe that that's something that they can. St- you know, sell back to the studio for discounted ticket prices on films that don't do as well. Yeah. So there could be some of that. Um, that being said, that really only works for the top three. <laughs> it doesn't help <laughs> anybody else out there. You don't think a mom and pop shop should, that won't help them I out think, at all. If they, I think that they, if could, they do try to do some kind of oh, I subscription think, plan, I don't know how they would go about it. I think the smaller theaters, a robust rewards program is great. It creates customer loyalty. Mm-hmm. They, I think having an app is even better and gleaming that customer data from your customer base is always good to target marketing and things like that. I think that any information to help you learn more about your customer is good for the theater Yeah, and helps cater the experience to get more people in. But as far as like being able to sell that to this, the information, of the studio they're they're not really going to care about that. That's more for in them per, in house personally. It was yeah. just an idea for the big guys because okay. they'll get enough data that it makes right. sense. Right. But, you know, through the, through your app, you can even not only get demographic data, but maybe you can get trend and interest data, too, to mm-hmm. help with the booking process. Like, oh, we're seeing a lot of chatter about upcoming films. Let's target these. Yeah. So that'll be good. Yeah, that I should be good. I'm totally a big proponent of theaters doing anything they can to gleam data about their... In a nice private, you know, a nice not way a that, kind yeah, of. not a creepy <laughs> Facebooky way, but just a night, just getting an idea of who their customers are, what their interests are. Just getting to know the, them. Yeah. The times that they come, the seasons, the, what they're seeing, their, like even their demographic data on age and income and that sort of thing. Maybe that they're in a high income area, but they're not gleaming that community you know, there's just a lot of stuff that they can learn about what's going on and how to target the, their audience better yeah. to the audience they want to have. Just a matter of finding the right way to do it. And yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, that's basically it. Just a matter of finding the right way to do it and right. find a certain strategy and to help out with that. Rewards programs are a really good start. An app is a great start. And then you may or may not need the subscription, but it, it might not hurt. I mean, that, if that's what consumers come to expect, mm-hmm then maybe you you need to start thinking about it. 
they're definitely expecting a lot more now. Everything's mostly subscription based. Yeah. So might yeah. be an idea worth checking out for yourselves. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll change as the generations change. Well, you know, subscription services mm-hmm. have been in Europe for over 10 years. Like, yeah. They, they're very popular over there. It's a lot different than here. The, the studios didn't have as much authority to impose certain things so the theaters okay. could have subscription stuff it was just easier but now that what you're seeing with like regals that they were purchased the parent company was purchased by a european company yeah. and so they are gleaming their their subscription subscription model that they've have a lot of like familiarity with mm-hmm. and they're trying to put it here on american markets but tailor it um, because there still are restrictions that the studios place on them. You know, if for every discounted ticket that you buy, those three tickets a month, this the theater still has to pay full ticket price yeah. to the studios. It has to figure their film rental on the full ticket price. So they're making up the difference in that theater. But they're hoping that the difference in that ticket price that they're making up, you then spend in the concession stand. That's always, whether it's a discount day or a promotion or any of that that's or variable pricing that's always the goal is that the money you save in the box you hope to make up for in the concession Jeez, it's such a complicated industry (laughs) (laughs) as we go on you know just more and more puzzle pieces kind of fall into place or we get a better idea of how maybe they will ultimately fit into place but then another thing gets complicated and just an ongoing it's so weird how technology is changing yeah. it <laughs> it's an ongoing investigation mm-hmm. but it's exciting yeah so are we going to partake in the regal subscription now that we're we found out we're only an unlimited theater because <laughs> <laughs> um, we do see more than three movies a month i think it yeah, and I think it makes sense for us. I mean, yeah. two I mean, tickets as, as alone. As long as it works smoothly. Yeah. Two tickets alone um for I don't know, a movie a week, two tickets right. is already 18. Um we don't have to worry about tax either, if you go, so you're not it's matinee yeah. if you only go only 18 a month. If you go to like the later afternoon shows, it's 11:30 per ticket. But we often go yeah. to an early show every week. So if you think four early shows a month, that mm. already paid for it cuz the early shows are usually in the evenings. Yeah, usually start at seven. So. Yeah, because we're at work, people. We're at work. We can't just go to a three o'clock show. <laughs> just because we talk about movie theaters doesn't yeah. mean you can't just show up to one in the middle of the day. Yeah, have have priorities. Uh, I think I think it's worth looking into. I think the price alone yeah. would be worth it. Um, to figure out. Plus, I would love to have a free uh, soft drink on my birthday. So, you know what? Um, <laughs> I mean, it was interesting at the height of the movie pass. Um, craze when it was only ten dollars a month yeah. it's a tw- hundred and twenty dollars a year and at the time that a ticket w- here was like about ten bucks too and uh, so when i was thinking about this subscription service not for me because i was going a lot more but for relatives mm-hmm. and i'm like that may or may not see six movies a year it didn't, yeah. the subscription service wasn't worth it. And I think people were yeah. getting lulled into this idea that $10 a month, unlimited movies, but the reality was you weren't going and seeing yeah. that many. This, these plans um, from the theaters at least help the um, lesser moviegoers be able to show up a bit more because there's yeah. more benefits like the, you know, 10%, 20% off of food and uh, no other types of charges right. like if you're doing it online or this and that. Whereas 
movie pass when they're outside of well, being a separate company like they don't really have much else to offer other than yeah just just dis- just that minimum ticket. yeah no I, this makes a lot of sense from the theater although i just still think that the average movie goer is always ever going to go because of what the product is yeah, yeah we're absolutely. still at our core a product driven industry and if the product isn't good which we have seen like this summer it was pretty weak product i mean disney had great stuff and showed off but like for the most part there wasn't anything else yeah like men in black was kind of weak i'd say detective pikachu was a great time i'd say it was an average time (laughs) yeah like it wasn't this standout performance that you usually think for summer fair yeah no i see what you're saying when in terms of you know summer season people think of big summer movies right and we didn't really get those and so the box is going to be down this summer going into a pretty weak looking fall holiday corridor looks really strong we got jumanji and star wars and frozen and ford versus ferrari i think it's gonna be good actually yeah Yeah. cats will be in that (laughs) i think cats will get a lot of people come into it i think maybe maybe i think just for the curiosity of it it'll get a lot of like really old people who never got to see the musical i don't think you're gonna get the i don't think there's curiosity factory anymore because i think cost is prohibitive like how curious are you to want to spend 20 bucks or 15 bucks on i'm pretty pretty curious well with regal unlimited you don't have to worry about that anymore (laughs) (laughs) no i see what you mean though um so i wonder if if some films suffer from that like hmm I don't know if I want to invest my money into this because I'm unsure of the quality of the film. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, films already suffer when there aren't subscription plans for certain theaters. Yeah. I mean, just look at Booksmart. They, that wasn't able to do the amount of dollars that it was hoping for. No, but as it, did, ex- do, as just an it example. did do well. It just was should never have been put out in the summer. <laughs> it was not a film that was it was just gonna get mowed down by the summer content okay maybe that wasn't a good example right. um but I don't Stubers. Know. P- pikachu yeah. would be a good example too i mean didn't do the game busters godzilla too is anyway right. yeah it's that's also part of the issue is just more product driven yeah but um yeah i don't know it was interesting comparing all these finally and seeing that another one is happening and soon there's going to be a lot more changes to those they're still going to keep shifting and having tweaks here and there more will pop up in the future Mm -hmm. inevitably but you know if we can you know finally nail down what a realistic successful customer user-friendly subscription service looks like and i think that'll be a good a good thing for the industry as a whole i think it sounds like about twenty dollars a month is the Mm -hmm. is the entry price point and you get a couple movies a week yeah and that seems to be what satisfies consumers and theaters i mean i think of myself you know pretty avid movie goer along with you know all three of us right. really but like um like the new movie on the weekend and then if you want to catch up on something you miss like dur- during the week yeah you know at least two that seems perfect right there amc has three even better mm-hmm. um yeah i feel like we're getting closer and closer to what the you know the optimal experience is um, and I think they'll start learning from each other, seeing what works with this, uh, subscription plan, what works with this one. And then they'll start kind of tweaking their own rules until they're all are kind of, you know, 
Yeah. I, I don't think oh. it's going to be a mess, though, like movie passwords. Like, this no. is the blackout corridor. Oh, I don't think it'll ever be that messy again. And Nobody a, wants to be prepared to under maintenance for don't the be summer. A, don't be a movie pass. <laughs> don't be a movie pass. I mean, they, that being they, said, they're still I don't saying think they're, they're going to come yet. back. I'm, I don't, I know. I think they're, they're gonna, like a cockroach. <laughs> I think, I think they're always going to come back. I don't know how. I really don't know how. Yeah, I, I thought for sure they would have that, that final time they were bankrupt that that was going to be it. But I don't know, man. They keep they keep trying. It's going to happen. No, but now there's so much more competition. It just they're going to be like, hey guys, we're back. It's like get out of here. It's yeah. like uh, Regal now. The movie theaters are playing now. Yeah, you your spot was taken. Yeah. So yeah. It, it'll always keep changing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think that's about all we have. That is. Go see Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, this go see weekend. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, I, I do I do strongly recommend it. So I won't be here next week for the podcast. It'll be on you two. Sure. Write this ship in a more focused direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next week with oh yeah, scary stories to tell in the dark. That's yeah, what I'm we got to see. scary stories next week. We got the kitchen. Dora. Dora, Dora the Explorer. Um, there was one more. Was it? It's not Angry Birds. It's uh. Angry Birds Art, comes oh, out Wednesday. The Art of Racing in the Rain. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. The, the king little puppy. Yeah. As he lights his cigarette. <laughs> you know what's rated PG pup. too? I loved racing in the rain with yeah. my owner. <laughs> we always drove in the convertible with the top down. You hear him coughing from nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I turned one. <laughs> and, then, and that was me at one. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's a nice, charming movie. It's just, why, why Kevin Costner? I don't know. What are you doing? Yeah. But anyway, there's going to be some good stuff next week, too. But yeah. for now, go, try and go see well, Hobbs and Shaw. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go catch up on the Once Upon a Time on Hobbs and Shaw. And maybe, maybe I'll try to catch an early show of, of Dora. <laughs> so, have fun with that. Yeah. Yeah, I, sure. Since um, you guys don't really think that's your movie. I don't think we're allowed to be in that movie. I don't, yeah, maybe it's not right if you go by yourselves oh, one, to One for Dora, please. <laughs> Are you meeting your family? Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course. I'm just a little late. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they'll, they'll be they're in later. there. <laughs> <laughs> they're in there. It's <laughs> an innocent coming of age story. I know it is. I'm, I'm sure it is. It's just clearly not for our age group. There are these rules that are unofficially established in society that you yeah, have to it's, abide it's by. It's a society it rule that a grown man should not go see little, Door of the Explorer. Little by girl himself. movies. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not that I really wanted to see it anyway. No. <laughs> okay, I'll no. take one for the team and I'll go Thank see you. it. I'm a mom. It's fine. Yeah, you. Yeah, you got that. My boys yeah. are in there. I'm meeting them in there. <laughs> <laughs> they got here before me. Yeah, <laughs> they got here before me. Uh, but yeah, there's gonna be August will be interesting. That's for sure. Uh, there'll be, be some rough. interesting stuff. Yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. But it, yeah, it's gonna be rough until it chapter two in September. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least Hobbs and Shaw will probably settle in the for the success. long haul. Yeah, we're yeah. back to no great product, but lots and lots of it. But uh, lots of potential product. Lots of potential product. That could or could not do well. We'll see. Yay, optimism. I'm not even excited <laughs> for it because I don't like horror movies. So I'm like, oh, I'm Hobbs and Shaw is So you it got is an even more extended me. wait. You're just going to yeah. see it every week. I am. I'm just going <laughs> to see it. Maybe I'll go see the Downton Abbey movie, even though I won't know any of the characters because i've never watched the show you'll be so lost i'll be i'll see rambo last blood (laughs) (laughs) i will see that grimy okay Okay. uh so yeah we're gonna have a review for hobson shop at 
silverscreeninsider.com and our podcast is on there too as well as on itunes so uh please spread the word and uh go check us out awesome have a good weekend everyone take it easy